and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 88, the double eights, the uh, the infinity signs flip vertically, two of them, for the, for the week of August 27th, 2019. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, aka the dumb one, This is, and I'm joined this week by the man in the brand new Halo mod kitted out Astroway 40 TR headset, Will, aka Mr. Bam, Will, how are you this Sunday afternoon? Doing fine, man. Had to give a little face palm after the uh, infinity signs turned vertically. <laughs> but I'm good. Am I wrong, though? I mean, I guess not. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm good. I'm good. good. Um, another busy weekend, but we're here recording. A lot going on. Yeah, we had our fantasy football draft yesterday. Yeah, so um, before that, I had my company picnic, which went for three hours. Hustled home, set up because I hosted the draft. You did. Then after that, went out to see a band in downtown Minneapolis, and I was out till past midnight. So it was, it was a, busy, a long day yesterday. Long busy Saturday, kind of go 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 because we had to basically after everyone left for the draft, we had to clean up and get it right on the road to go get to, to the, the band concert. In time. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was busy, um, but otherwise it's been a good weekend. How about you? Huh? How are you doing? Well, you know, I'm going to sum up my weekend in uh, one go here that uh, I drafted Andrew Luck as my backup quarterback in the fantasy league. And then literally later that night, he retired from the NFL. It was like within an hour that you drafted him because it was it was. Yeah, it was after that preseason game against the Bears. I think. Yeah, that he announced it's motherfucker. He said it was because he's injury prone. He's, he's like, I'm prone. done with this shit. Yeah, and he says that uh, due to his injuries, he can't enjoy the game like he used to. Yeah. Which makes sense. Oh, you know? absolutely. I can't blame him. So, and at least he was your backup quarterback. Right. And, but the thing is, is that he had a massive potential to do really well, considering how well built his team is this year. Yep. Um, And so that's why I was like, he could be a really big sleeper hit. Because a lot of the players on the Colts are new this year, and they had a year... Like, last year was a lot of their rookie years, so... Um, a lot of the kinks got worked out and they were poised to be one of the best, not only in their division, but probably the league. So like I said, he could have been a sleeper hit for me hearing that happen. It sucks for the fantasy side of things, but no, I wish, obviously wish him the best of luck and he's clearly making the right decision for him. So but that sums up my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was good overall. I played a lot of one specific game over the course of three nights. But we're going to talk about that later. What Will, do, lead do, me into... What do we got coming up on the episode? Thank you very much for that segue. On this episode of HCS Pro Talk, we have the International Nine has com- concluded. We're going to talk about that briefly. Will has no idea what I'm talking about. A badass crossover gets announced. Fireflight is a go. UGC provides the information. Tournament recaps. And we have our weekly topic, which is competitive Halo wishlist. We'll talk about all that stuff later on in the show, but... Will, before we get into any of that, will we always start the show up with Roster Mania? Josh, let's start with some Roster Mania. Hey, Will, before yeah. we start that, can yeah. I can I throw something in here? I was so excited. Dude. I'm so sorry. What, what do you got? Remember the old episodes where I totally just cut in front of you all the fucking time? Yeah. This is one of those moments, what and I apologize. Got? What do you got? This is important, though, and you're going to appreciate this. So I should have said we as housekeeping at the beginning of the episode. Because guess what we have going on? What's that? Well, there's going to be something coming out Thursday this week. I thought we were going to do like that during the on the next episode. Oh, and that's a good idea. Oh, we'll take it away. We have the Atlantic City UGC Halo Classic Google Doc to go through. Um, free agents, partial teams. Uh, so let's jump in. Halo 3 free agents. We still have Sin Cynicals, Rigorino, Night Chattel 117, E2K Nova, Deadlie, Bandemonium, Bum Sauce, Gunstrafe, Faruka Bazooka, Wartime, Crutch EBK, Night Fury, uh, Phantom Snake, and Fable? Fable? I don't. It is what it is. Um, partial teams, we still have Insanity Gaming, which is Zydo and Mixer Honor on this list. We also have Anarchy Esports, which is Stinger, Study, and Risk Alert. And then a no-name team, Life Alert, and Mike Fathom. 
Moving on to the Halo 5 free agents list, it's D-Man 8, Hyro, and Fabla, Fable, I don't know how to say your name, man. Sorry. And there is one person (laughs) on the the Halo, the HCE list, and it is uh, Fable again. (laughs) I'm going to go with Fable, okay? That's what it's going, that's what it is, Fable, F-A-B-L-A-E, Fable. I'm so happy that there's a name that's hard for you to pronounce on this list. And the fact that it shows up three or four different times in the same list. Um, a couple other teams to speak about here. Uh, we have Team Asylum, which is going to be Awful Jake, Unshaded Shark, Griff, and Coco Matthias. And then uh, Aspire is going to be Straight Sick, Aries, Shaylee, and Fantasy. They finally got an org. There you go. It was literally tweeted by Straight Sick right before we started recording this episode. Nice. Yes. So there you go. That's um, all we have for Roster Mania this week. Thank you, Will. Then it means it's time for Con of the Games Watch. We got one for you this week, Will. You do? Yes. So uh, the International. It's a Dota 2 tournament. Takes place every year. It's the biggest esports tournament of the year. I'm talking all of esports fully. Uh, It has the largest prize pool. Has the largest numbers that are watching. I think uh, when I... So they're in Shanghai. Okay. This year, they were in Shanghai. Time zones, man, they're a thing. The grand finals... Well, actually, let me just put it this way. The loser, the loser's finals took place at like... I think like 9 p.m. last night. And the grand finals took place at like 1 to 2 a.m. last night. Okay? Um, but again, the largest esports tournament of all time took place over the weekend... Uh, it concluded early this morning and want to give a huge congratulations to OG, not Optic Gaming. They're not a, a thing. I mean, they are a thing, but they're not a thing. So OG, not only did they win TI9, they actually became the first team ever to win back-to-back TIs. Not only that, but they became the first ever team to win two TIs, period. Like, no other team has won more than one. So, this was basically unprecedented. They they were playing at a whole other level. Um, and I also want to give a shout-out to Team Liquid, placing second. Because they actually came all the way from losers. Remember how 100 Thieves came back all the way from losers, basically at the very beginning of the tournament in COD World League? Team Liquid did the same exact thing making it to the grand final all the way from losers from the first day. And they were unbelievably dominant. I think they had, they they either had yet to lose a map or they were like, they'd lost very minimal, but they were unbelievable. So again, OG first ever team to win back to back first ever team to win two period. And they are your TI nine champs. Um, it was insane. And I think like to put things in perspective here, even at that time frame, like during that time, early, early in the morning, I think there were still over 300,000 people watching at one point. So that was just on Twitch. So there you go. Put things into perspective. But that's it for COD. Another game's a watch. Which means it's time for... Another game's too. You went a little, like, shrilly ghost there. Yeah, you know, we're getting closer. It's like, I mean, September's right around the corner, which means October's right around the corner. I don't know why I fucking did that. You you just switch it up every week. I know. Yeah. But... Just felt... Yeah. <laughs> felt like, I don't right. know. What'd you so, play? So, two games. It's all I played, all I touched this week. GTA Five. Yes. Still grinding online. Yes. I'm up to 1.5 mil in the bank. I bought a quarter million dollar mansion. Um, been doing heists and whatever with people messing around and then, uh, apex legends. I got to gold in ranked. Ooh. And, uh, games are getting harder. <laughs> it's yeah. getting tough up there. And I, I like the game. I enjoy the game, but I don't take the time to learn every little aspect and stuff of it. Like I just have fun in it. Sure. So 
it's getting to the point where like if I want to progress past gold, I'm probably gonna have to spend more time in it, which I don't know if I'm gonna do, but um we'll still play pubs and see where it goes. Awesome. But that's all I played this week. Okay. What about you, Josh? So uh I played Halo MCC, community play date. It was a fun time, as always. Uh I played Sea of Thieves for five minutes. To get your Oh yeah. And you know what the best part was? I didn't even have to. Since I played it the first time, mm-hmm. when the first set came out, I got the whole set anyway. Oh, they just and it was get... already there. It was already in my inventory, ready nice. to go. So I switched my ship to the Halo set. Looks fucking nice. Immediately logged out. Next game! I played Destiny 2 a lot um, over the weekend. And like I was up till 1 to 2 a.m. each night. Because um, for those who don't know, I, Will and I used to play Destiny a lot back in the day. Um, we were hardcore in D1, and then when D2 came out, kind of dropped off a little bit. Came back for expansions, but that was basically it. So there was an event going on. It ends on Tuesday. It ends the day this episode release will be over by the time you're listening to this. But um, the Solstice of Heroes, it is their yearly event um, where like, it's kind of like a celebration of all things Destiny, right? And there was an armor set that you would get. And... You, you would start out with uncommon armor, an uncommon armor set. You would have to complete objectives to make it into a rare armor set and then complete more objectives to make it into a legendary armor set. Now, the reason why this is a potential quote-unquote big deal is because this armor set would be the first armor set part of Armor 2.0, which is going to be in Destiny 2 Shadowkeep releasing October 1st. So there would be a reason to go after this. This wouldn't be obsolete right away. Okay, because that's usually what happens. An expansion comes out, your old stuff's obsolete, you get new stuff, and that's that. So I spent the weekend and a little bit earlier um, completing the objectives, getting the legendary armor set. Took a long time. Um, Surprisingly, the PvP stuff took me the shortest amount of time. Really? So you had to get... One of the objectives to get the legendary armor set was... Now, I'm playing as a warlock. Each class had different objectives. But in Crucible, defeat 75 guardians or 75 enemies with solar weapons. Okay? So I had the exotic solar trace rifle, and I completed that objective in three games. What? Yep. I went off. And I couldn't believe it. Like, I was dumbfounded by how well I was doing. And luckily, I don't like PvP and Destiny. So I was able to just knock that fucker out and be done. Um... But no, I finally completed the set. I have the legendary set. I'm not going to masterwork it because I'll give a fuck. Uh, and I've completed what I wanted to complete in that game until Shadowkeep comes out. So I'm I'm satisfied with my Destiny 2 now. Um, but yeah, that's all I played. What do we got for news this week, Josh? Thank you, Will. First news story. Gears 5 and Halo Reach. There's a crossover. This is by Grimbrother1 over on HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, As our friends at the Coalition recently announced this week during the Gamescom festivities in Köln. Did I? Do you know how to pronounce that? Did I pronounce Köln? that right? Is yeah. that? Yeah. Sounds cool. Right. If you pick up the Ultimate Edition for Gears 5, you will gain access to the Halo Reach character pack, which will include the following items for use in Gears 5 multiplayer. Emil A239 character... Uh, cat character, Noble Team Jackskin, Noble Team Banner, Noble Team Bloodspray, Noble Team Mark, and Noble Team Weapon Set. The meal and cat characters are playable in all multiplayer modes, both PvP and PvE, such as the new Escape and Beloved Horde modes. Think, think Firefight. Also, don't forget, you can get the Gears all. Uh, you can get the Gears Five Ultimate Edition as part of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which uh, also lets you play the game four days early. In all honesty, it's a pretty ridiculous deal. Plus. All the rest of the Gears titles are also on Game Pass. So if you're interested in catching up on the story and prepping for the next chapter, it's the perfect way to do it. For more details on all the aforementioned included contents, make sure you check out the Gears team's blog over on Xbox Wire. So yeah, pretty fucking cool. Will, you and I still need to play through Reach together. No. It needs to happen. Oh, I thought you just said no. Oh, like, no, we're not going to? Yeah. No. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, we haven't played it yet. We we need to play it. I was legitimately, like, taken aback there. I'm like, oh, no. Did I say something wrong? Oh, no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Next news story. MCC playlist update for this is for August 21st, 2019 by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com. And I quote, added Team Doubles preset to social games. This includes all titles in Slayer, Flag and Bomb, Zone Control, and Asset Denial tags. Enable team matching in Social 2v2 so solos will match solos and teams will match teams. Cool. Thanks, guys. Next up, we have MCC Dev Updates. This is by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com. And I quote, for, uh, Flight 2, Fire Flight. When undergoing major updates such as adding an entirely new game to MCC or bringing MCC to PC, a critical component in this process is to get community involvement early and often. This means you get to get hands-on time to play, test, and provide feedback for in-progress builds via the Xbox Insider app on console and via Steam on PC. Since the conclusion of Flight 1, the team has been working on the next aff affectionately dubbed Fire Flight. Today, we are happy to say that this Flight number 2 will begin today. Participants. Invites have started to roll out for the Fireflight uh, invites have started to roll out for the Fireflight participants that have been chosen. With this flight, the team has increased the size of the user pool to 10,000 invitees. Those who were invited to Flight 1 may have not received an invite to this flight as the requirements the team has chosen for participants has changed. However, even with this bigger group, most of the overall Halo Insider population will still not be included quite yet. For Flight 2, we're continuing to intentionally limit the number of users as we gradually ramp up this in size and scope to appropriately test various hardware configurations, operating systems, and other various scenarios we are looking to test at scale. Should you not be invited this time, we sincerely appreciate your interest and eagerness to help. There's more to come. Will and I were both not invited. Womp womp. Scope. In the Halo Insider MCC Flight 1, we refocus entirely on the Halo Reach campaign mission, Tip of the Spear. For the second PC flight, we'll be focusing on verifying Firefight and Firefight matchmaking at scale. Maps include Beachhead, Corvette, and Holdout. Firefight Playlists. During this flight, we'll rotate two different Firefight playlists throughout the duration with only one available at any given time. First being four-player Heroic Standard Firefight and the four-player Normal Grab Bag Firefight. As with all flights, keep in mind that this represents a snapshot of in-progress build at this specific moment in time, which is not as current as what's being actively developed at this very moment. Flights are also clearly limited in scope, which means many of MCC's features and broader offerings are not included. Participants will want to check out the Known Issues posts on Halo Support for the latest and greatest details to be aware of for this flight. Feedback. In conjunction with the Halo Insider MCC flights, we are also beta testing with the, the all-new Halo Support site. This is a new site that allows you to learn more about issues and how to troubleshoot them. It also provides a forum to discuss feedback you have around the game and lets you submit support tickets for technical issues that have not been previously reported. To learn more about the Halo support site, please uh, take a look at this post all about it at the link they provide in the article. Those who are participating in the MCC flights will be granted access to the Halo support site using that same account that they registered with for Halo Insider. If you have feedback during the flights, please take some time and post in the community section over on the Halo support site. Otherwise, we look forward to getting your thoughts as part of the survey that will come after the flight has concluded. Playdates and sessions. Uh, August 24th, 25th, and 26th. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Pacific. Five, uh, we know it's 10 a.m. Pacific to 1 p.m. Pacific, and then 5 p.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Pacific. All three days. In other words, it's going to be over by the time this episode releases, so don't worry about it. Um, this flight has gone live today, Saturday the 24th, as we set our cruising altitude for the duration of the weekend. We will come in on our final approach on Tuesday the 27th before clearing all rows at 10 a.m. Pacific time and sending out a survey in the following day or two, asking users about their experience for the duration of the flight. The Fire Flight invites to all participants have begun rolling out at 10 a.m. this morning, so check those inboxes and uh, yeah, they're not going to be there anymore. Next news story. It's time for some competitive news. First up. UGC Matt continues to ask the real questions. This is by UGC Matt on Twitter, and I quote, How many people would actually play in a Halo 2 4v4? Say $20,000. You have 24 days to decide. Smiley face. Answer his tweet. Go on Twitter. Answer it. I mean, I, I wouldn't play because I'm not that good. But I mean, we talk we talk about it on the show. And it'd be fucking awesome. And it should be a thing. UGC Matt, work your goddamn magic. Next news story. UGC is the Halo Classic Atlantic City venue has been changed yet again. This is by UGC. Over on UGCEvents.gg. And I quote, Update. Due to the volume of participants and event activations, we've upgraded our venue to the showboat Atlantic City to meet capacity demands of the Halo Classic. People's gonna be there. So they increased the venue space to accommodate the peoples that are going to be there. 
Will, guess what? What? The Halo Classic news does not stop here. We have more for you. And uh, the talent continues to be announced. This is by UGC over on Twitter, and I quote, it's going to be Fallout and Golden Boy joining the ranks as well. Fallout's going to be a stage host. Golden Boy is going to be a commentator. Look for them. Look for everybody else. It's going to be a fucking awesome event. We're two weeks away, Will. Woo. Two weeks. And you know what? We're still not done. UGC's The Halo Classic Atlantic City Player Handbook has been released. This is by UGC. It's a Google Doc. We have Google Docs all the time on the show. This is a good one. Let's talk about it. First and foremost, roster lock for each of the tournaments will occur on Wednesday, September 4th. Wednesday, September 4th. Every tournament of the Halo Classic. Will, when's roster lock? Wednesday, September 4th. When is it? Wednesday, September 4th. Thank you very much. Get your rosters confirmed. All right, event schedule. All times represented are going to be in Eastern time. Schedule is subject to change. On Friday, September 6th, registrations at 10 a.m., warm-ups at 12 p.m., Halo 3, 4v4, and FFA begin at 2 p.m., and at midnight, the venue closes. Saturday, September 7th, 10 a.m., the doors open, and the uh, free-for-all and 4v4 of Halo 3 continue. At 11 a.m., the Halo 1, 2v2 begins. At 1 p.m., Halo 5, 2v2 begins, and at midnight, the venue closes. And then for Sunday, September 8th, at 10 a.m., the doors open. The 4v4 and the free-for-all for for Halo 3 continues. The Halo 1, 2v2 continues. And the Halo 5, 2v2 has its finals. At 12 p.m., the Halo 3 free-for-all finals take place. And finally, at 4 p.m., the Halo 3, 4v4 finals take place. But what do you bring? That's a great question. I have answers. Well, UGC has answers. I'm just going to read them for you. You're going to bring an Xbox One controller for participants of the Halo 3 free-for-all, the 4v4, and Halo 5. You're going to bring a micro USB controller cable. You're going to have that fucker plugged in. And you ain't going to unplug it. Because uh, you know what happens when you do that? You, you, you lose a major game. You're going to bring an Xbox original controller. If you're a participant of the Halo 1 2v2. You're going to bring a headset. Because you know you got to hear shit. You know, and they're not going to provide them for you. And then you're going to bring your pass order number or email confirmation of purchase. Because if you don't, you ain't getting in. Let's bring that shit. <laughs> you know what, Will? We're not going to be there. Unfortunately. But you know what we are going to do? We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it, Will. And you know where we're going to watch it? I'll tell you. Well, UGC is going to tell you. But again, I'm going to read it to you. UGC states we're going to have a primary stream at twitch.tv slash UGC or at mixer.com slash UGC events. There's going to be featured station streams, Will. The first one takes place at twitch.tv slash UGC underscore Bravo. And the second one is twitch.tv UGC underscore Charlie. Will, we're not done. We have a Halo CE stream taking place over at twitch.tv slash UGC underscore Delta. Will, we're still not done. We have main stage red and blue team quad split streams. Taking place over at twitch.tv slash UGC red and twitch.tv slash UGC blue. So you can watch the individual view of each team? Yep. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's pretty neat. (laughs) How neat is that? All right. Stream schedule. I'm going to tell it to you because this is what UGC states. Eastern time. Friday, 2 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. Will. Yeah. You know I have my reservations about this. Because of all the different streams. Yep. I have my reservations about it, Will. I'm scared. It's nice that they're giving Halo 1 some love. Yeah. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Oh, that was horrible. And I think Um, the team quad splits is going to be pretty fucking cool, too. Yeah. My real question? Ooh, 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 ooh. Listen in? Well, please, the whole time. Oh, just their voice? Yes. Like, have an Astro listen in the whole time. I don't know if they can do that, though. Why? I mean, they could, but, like, team doesn't want to give away their strats or... Sure. That's that's kind of... Oh, I just really... I think it'd be fucking awesome. That's like having the head coach play calls coming through. Do it. Of an NFL game. It's not going to work. Do it. (laughs) Just just do it. All right. But, no, I I mean, yeah. I I think it's cool that they have the variety in in the amount of the streams that they have. You just know I'm worried. 
Oh, of course. Yep. Um, I think it's great that they're increasing the venue size to accommodate for the people that they're, that they're taking that into consideration. They're trying to make it the best experience for attendees as well. I think that's fantastic. And I, I am very, very excited for this event. I am very excited, but again, I keep my reservations in check. Um, but do I expect them to pull off a great show? I do. I do. Um, next news story. The Halo Premier League sign-up deadline has been announced by Halo Draft League, and I quote over on Twitter, the, the sign-up deadline is officially at midnight on Monday, September 2nd. Make sure to get your team signed up before then and try and get part of the $500 prize. There it is. You like that, Will? All right. You nice. Like, you like that little tongue thing that I just did I, there? I don't even know what I did, but I did it. I'm glad I wasn't looking at you because I don't know how that... <laughs> Well, fuck, excuse me. You know? <laughs> um, before we continue, I'm trying to, like, pull something up here. But you know what I might have to do? I might have to do a later on in the show. Okay. So I, I'm going to plan on doing that. So be prepared for that. But upcoming tournaments of the week, we have some for you. August 27th, we have the Blam Gaming Halo Series Preliminary Number 2. That's going to be the time this episode releases. We're going to talk about it next week, the results. Um, August 31st, we have the Halo Draft League presents Bobetta Feta's Halo 5 2v2. It's going to be there. Check it out. August 31st to September 1st, we have Melbourne Esports Open Halo 3 Free-For-All. And then on September 1st, we have the Europa Halo Halo Wars 2 World Series Seeding Cup and the EAEL European Amateur Esports League Halo 5 Duo Cup taking place as well get your fix for halo wars 2 for halo 5 for halo 3 for all the motherfucking halo games and uh that's it will what do we got for the tournament recaps of the week all right first off we have the blam gaming halo series this is the prelim number one results fourth place went to envy which was vemzy in command station Third place went to Bungalows, which is Guitar Hero Dude and the Gold Star BR. Second place went to Sad, which was Scariotic and Critty. First place went to SSX3, which was Pyretic and Demons. They took home 100 bucks. Next up, we have the SWAT Nation Bears Don't SWAT results. In 13th through 16th, we have, first off, Team Unusual. This included SG Felon. Detention, usually nasty, and radium two three eight. Um, next team, kitchen frenzy, uh, Devina frenzy FPS, kitchen bound, and Ramdy Rammy. <clears throat> next team is scary carnage. This was bowed down to carnage. I gotta zoom in on this a little bit. Dained. Legend is Dirty and Real Sangria. <laughs> and then um, Baloo the Bears. Uh, this was a Duck Emoji. S- what? Uh, <laughs> Sayajin Malton. Ocean 117. And Aloof Bubs. Who knew that Roster Mania was going to fucking come up during the tournament nation. Um, ninth, ninth through through 12th. Um, Beast in the Hando. Raised Wolf. 6264 Handro Ruthless Beast Nair and Aaron Aimbot Team Confused include Trap H5 Llama Lotion Lixoria and Reed Harvin 007 Next up Team The Big Heads or Team Big Heads sorry this was Loud Get Out BR Shy Away, Molly Drinks, and Trivumic. Gosh, this is worse than this is a struggle. Rastermania. This is a struggle. Um, last team that came in 9th through 12th is Soul Crew. This was Subo Crew, Death Penalty, Soul Hunter, and Crystal with X's and O's at the beginning and end. Um... 7th through 8th. So we have Apollo 9MG, which was Apollo 9. Ritz Hyatt, Kennedy Snipe, and Cryptic Shades, or Shads. 
Um, and then Sick Ape was the next team. This was SLG, Sicky. I Straight Ape and Benji. God, these names, man. And in fifth through sixth, we had Pink Shot, which was Pink Cat, Your Only Fear AB, Gun Pro Shot, and Kolak. And then Deuces Avocados, which was Halogen or Halogen, Tyrant, Chunk the Deuce, and Dog My Bad. In fourth place, we have Zombie Kittens. This was Warrior, Maruli, Nafberger, and Zombie. In third place, we had Wolf Gold, which was Wolfman, absent all day. You jargon, Jurgen? What the? What are these names? And the Gold Star BR. Second place was Galactic Diversity. This included Galaxy Exemplified, SP Diversity, and Kakashi. Hey, got that one. In first place, we made it. Went to 420 Smoke. This is Smoke You Dig, NSG Serial. Osprey and Death Hero. GG's to them. GG's to you. <laughs> that was insane. And if there weren't enough names, we got some more for you here. These hopefully will be better. Next up is the Halo Classic Atlantic City qualifier number three results. In ninth through 16th, these teams took home 30 points. Uh, we had team regulators, which was Sheezy, Kadiddle, Rigorino, and Little Avian. We had Nasty with Rifles. It was Ultimega, Tusik, Rodriguez LA, and Old Man Bungie. Team Mind Games included Dragonite, Magico, Erupt is Back, and Zajeo. We have Team FXBG8020, Riot Shock, or Riot, yeah, Riot Shock, a Kraken, Hypnotic, and Woo Pockets. Team Cutting Edge Esports, Hunter JJX, Frosty the Truth, Prototype, and Alumni. <clears throat> Next up is Team Side Effect. This was Alamite, Manipulator, Little T2, and Madman. Next team, NG Owl City, Saintly, World Famous, Divinitos, and The Real Vital. And then $5 PIs, Squally, Most Dope, Jesse, Unleashed, and Its Name. In 5th through 8th, this, these teams took home 40 points. We had Team Trademark. Trippy, Penguin, Rain, and Commonly. RBG Esports, ABCD Employee, Scary, Rowan DeBoat, and RCN Display. The Academy included Hoaxer, Eli Elite, Lifestyle, and Posey. And then Team Infinite was Falcated, Shotzi, Sabinator, and Blaze Rose. In third and fourth, taking home 70 points, Lux Gaming, Goofy, Ryan Noob, Gilkey, and Gabriel, and Gang Squad Lit Swag. All right, Neighbor, Boobadoobo, Demon D, and Scarvane. Second place, this team took home 100 points. It was the Goobers, Cloud, Porky J, Omega is better, and Zerka. And in first place, taking home 150 points, Aspire, Straight Sick, Aries, Shaylee, and Fantasy. Bracket will be included within the Google Doc of the show notes if you're interested. And that's all we have for tournaments this week. Josh, what do you got for us? From Halo Wars to Europa Halo. The Halo Wars 2 World Series by Europa Halo, led by Liam White and the Metalizer. Three qualifiers, then two-tier league system, followed by a champion's bracket. Qualifier 1 on September 1st, Qualifier 2 on September 15th, and Qualifier 3 on September 29th. Side-up links to all three qualifiers will be available soon. All right. More Europa Halo. Yes, Indeed. And then, uh, what do you got? All-Star Player Awards for AGLA, American Football League of America, Summer League, Spring League, 19. They've been announced. And uh, the All-Stars include Digital Pain on Defiance, Saints the God in Mungo We Trust, I'm Shad. On the Monstars, Rage More Nerd, Mediocre at Best, T. Rich the King on Ninth Wonders, Regressor TTV on Hypest, Sabasaurus Rex on Defiance, AJ the Juice Main on Junkyard Dogs, Titan Man 23 on Monstars, and iRobot 9000 on Mediocre at Best. Here are the player awards. We should really, like, 
we're not going to, but we should we should have like a sound bite that we play for an award show. MVP goes to Regressor TTV. Best tank goes to I'm Shad. Best runner, Titan Man. Best hybrid, Regressor. Best defender, Digital Pain. Playoff MVP, Digital Pain. Unsung hero, the MVP among players who miss the playoffs. T-Rich the King. Rising star, Titan Man. Most improved, yuh. It's like Yuxi. It's like Y-U-H-X-I. Most underrated, Blim. And the comeback player goes to Silver... Silveric? Oh, God. How the fuck do you pronounce that? Silveric? It's S-I-L-V-3-R, so silver, I-3-4-C-K. Yeah, silver. Good job, silver. Good. There you go. Um, here are your statistical leaders. Most goals. Titan Man 23 on the Monstars was 79. iRobot 9000 for Mediocre at Best was 61. And Priest XYZ from Failure to Launch with 49. Highest KD, I'm Shad from the Monstars with a 1.34. Saints the God from In Mungo We Trust with a 1.21. And T-Rich ducking on Ninth Wonders with a 1.17. Hey, Spartan 117. Hey, I like it. Most multi-kills, AJ DeJuice Main from Junkyard Dogs with 501. Gilded Grams from Junkyard Dogs with 433. And I'm Shad from the Monstars with 357. Most carrier kills, uh, not before Eva from Junkyard Dogs with 96, TN Taylor from Silva's Connection with 92, and Elementary from Silva's Connection with 88. And finally, Total Sprees, AJ DeJuice Main from the Junkyard Dogs with 74 sprees, including two killing frenzies. Holy shit. Gilded Grams from Junkyard Dogs with 69, 69 sprees in one killing frenzy. And finally, I'm Shad from the Monstars with 59 sprees and two killing frenzies. Congratulations to everybody involved. And that's it for the breaking news, Will. All right. And that's all we have for roster recaps. Which means it's time for our, uh, our topic of the show. So I asked the fine folks on the social medias, on Discord, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and YouTube, and everybody out there listening to the show, what's your competitive Halo wish list? Not settings. Like from an event standpoint, from an organization standpoint, as a spectator, as a player, what are you looking for out of competitive Halo Infinite? Here we go. We actually had, we had a lot of responses for this one. We did. It was great to see. It was great to see. On Twitter, let's run through them. On Dragonite states, As a spectator, I want high-quality production similar to how the Call of Duty World League had it this year. The quality was literally the best I've ever seen. You know what? It was really fucking good. Shane Glass states, I want storylines, background info on players, more player spotlight in general, less wait time, and more willingness to fill holes with other content, like an H5-2v2 at a Halo 3 event, more BTB stuff, uh, more BTB stu- uh, type stuff like at South by Southwest. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Silver states a coach mode. A fifth player can join competitive matchmaking playlists and cycle through their team's POVs. That's fucking awesome. I didn't even think about that. Silver, fantastic response. Sandra Lynch states, one, more HCS Atlanta, two, more amateur mixed with pro, and three, all women's teams. And Will, you shouted out the female pro league. Yeah. They're always putting on um, tournaments and whatnot. So, yeah, had to give them some love there. Hey, Will, guess what? What? The Halo 5, we know, Halo 3? The Female Pro League Halo tournament is going on literally right now. Yeah. See? There you go. Tasman states regulation of players' social media to be more in line with other sporting leagues, but then also a group of player representatives with voting power regarding rules, settings, additions, and removals. That way, uh, they do have a forum to voice their opinions that actually matters away from the public. Huh. I like the professional approach. Yeah, keep it, keep the the down and dirty out of the public eye so that esports can kind of flourish, flourish and have not that negativity. Just seems more professional. Yeah, yeah, 
I, yeah, I might be, I might be down with that, Taz. Next up, Sanders states, yeah, COD can be an example, but that game is much bigger. It must be interesting for orcs to step into Halo plus a max three year per title. Okay. So you say like Halo five wasn't great when it first came out. Didn't get better until it was really late in the life cycle when everybody dropped off anyway. And yes, the life cycle is too long. Um, Lux Osprey states, I want a more in-depth spectator mode and a more interactive stage like what Call of Duty World League has going on. Seeing players' banners go dark after a death and the lights pulse toward the end of a round make it so much more intense. So what he's referencing for those who didn't tune into the Call of Duty World League finals, uh, something they introduced at, at this event was they have these giant, and I mean giant, vertical screens, right, that have the player... Um, behind them and it was lit up obviously right it's a screen well when the player died in an snd round um like the screen would go like dark so you would know that that person's no longer in the map in that round right that that was awesome i thought it was a really cool addition that they added there too um but yeah i think that we're seeing a comparison here between like what they want from the call of duty world league aspect right and we, Will and I, we've talked about this multiple times, and I think by like bringing back MLG or having one of those world-class caliber organization tournament organizers step in can really do a world of difference. Um, Ryuko states, I want the chance for lesser-known teams to play against pro teams more often so that we can see known pros get clapped. <laughs> oh. I mean, hey. Pro League? You have your, your teams that can yep. come up through Pro League? Exactly. And it... it yeah, if they have the if they have the amateur league running alongside it, and then you have your pro league finals, and you have a chance for the top two AM teams to make a spot, mm-hmm. why not? Uh, Savvy Bard, uh, Savvy Beard, Savvy Beard states more events and a greater presence around the world. It would be awesome to see events alongside cool attractions like Outpost. I just want everyone exposed to Halo so it becomes popular again. John Friend replies with events and attractions. So more events, I guess. So John Friend works for the 343 side of things as well. So John, I don't know if you're fucking like... Are you hitting here Yeah, you'll put a little... Uh, I'm going to give you a little eye emoji here. Give you the eyes. What are you, what are you saying here, I mean, man? Attract- give us the deets. Attractions. Like, yeah. Attra- oh, attractions. Yes, a Ferris wheel. What are you bringing in? Yes, a Ferris wheel. A carousel. Yes. Roller coaster inside the event. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. I'm in. Um, Lumpy Donut states, I really like how the Overwatch World League did their stream. You could view what was on the main stage or you could pick whatever player to just spectate from their POV. Now, I agree. I do like this, but I believe that you were only able to pick the person's POV if you had the Overwatch World League all access pass, which you purchased through Twitch. Um... So it is like an added nice feature to have and you're supporting the league, but I do think that, that was behind a paywall, but still a cool feature to have regardless. Um, Casey Chapman states, spectator mode is essential to the growth of the amateur competitive scene. Sourcing gameplay from one Xbox as opposed to eight Xboxes makes a huge difference. I agree that spectator mode needs to be there. It needs to be enhanced. Closet Gamer states, I would like to see more Midwest events. Fuck yeah. Denver, Colorado or St. Louis, uh, Missouri. I almost just forgot what the fuck state that was from. Uh, hell, I would kill for an Omaha, Nebraska. I almost just forgot where fucking Omaha was from. Are you having uh, trouble with your states, Josh? Good lord, man! I need to go back to grade school. Um, you know what, closet gamer? I'm gonna I'm gonna add to your statement. Where the fuck is our Minnesota event? I don't think there's a big enough presence up here to. No, have an and it's probably too cold because that's usually when the events take place. Meh. We do have a brand new. Like epic stadium, we do with uh, I'm sure a ton of room. We do just just saying Woo! event organizers out there. Maybe that's what uh, John meant by events and attractions. Ooh, yes, U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, Chris states honestly, I think Kansas City would be the best location for a Midwest event. I guess I don't know enough about Kansas City, but sure, why not? Okay. And then Soren states, I would like to see analyzing commentators, unlike the current ones who just overhype everything and are not informative or interesting to me. Well, that's an opinion. I feel like the commentators do a decent job at analyzing what's happening. It might not be in the moment, but after the play has taken place, they 
usually talk about what they tried or what they were going to do. Yeah, I think so too. And I think the the previous professional players that have retired and since become casters are doing a lot more of that too. So I don't know. Soren, if you ever listen to this, let us know uh, what your thoughts, like why, why do you feel that they're not doing a good enough job for that? Love to hear your thoughts. On Discord, here we go. Silo states, I would like the focus to be shifted similar to an FGC format. Local, regional, and major tournaments. The types of events we have now I would classify as major tournaments, and Microsoft Store tournaments are like locals. But focus on making the Microsoft Store tournaments better, and then work on building regional events. Partner up with pop culture conventions and land centers and try to convince players to drive to different cities or states for smaller tournaments. In terms of how to throw, uh, in terms of who to throw the major tournaments, MLG is definitely preferred. But going with whoever is doing the gear stuff works for me. MLG. That is MLG, yep. And they're doing a fantastic fucking job. Heavy rainfall. David, who we had in the show, by the way, you can go and check that out that episode. It was great. He was on the whole show. He was in person with us. In person. Two and a half hour episode. Davey Wavy. From Midweast Esporte. Oh, um, you did it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just giving you shit, Dave. You know I love you. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but this is Midwest Esports to a T. Even past pop culture and anime conventions, there are so many spaces looking to expand into esports just because of the demographic alone. I wholeheartedly agree. There needs to be more grassroots, but don't I don't think 343 should be a part of that. I want community members to step up and create events or ideas for that. The, uh, the FGC thrives on its weekly, monthly structure in almost every city. You can't tell me that some small cities have an untapped Halo community. Even Bumpfuck Wichita, Kansas has a lot of Halo lovers, and it wasn't until 2019 when I started asking about it that I started noticing. Rant stopped. I've got to get back to work. But then he came back. At this point, I want the Tekken World Tour approach. Every tournament has the opportunity to be given grassroots status based on attendance. With grassroots events, teams can earn HCS points that will award teams uh, general seating for events three for the events three uh, three for three minors and one three three for three minors and one major. The minors being last chance qualifiers and the major being the big show. All right. High Tech Redneck states. I like the layout Silas mentioned with locals, majors, etc. Whatever format they decide to go with for lands, I just hope they spread out more to give players and spectators from all regions a chance to attend. They've gotten better about that, but for a while it was like every single event was in either California or Vegas. Would love to see MLG come back to run the bigger tournaments. Voodoo states, I would love something similar to the FGC calendar to where community events can start making an impact and we can finally have some growth in some areas that we truly need it. In some locations like in Canada, we haven't had a major event in over 10 years and it is quite difficult to travel to events. Similar cost to UK to be honest. So it would be nice for them to have a nicely done schedule that has everything planned out from the beginning of the year so people can plan. Absolutely agree, Voodoo. Absolutely. Uh, Polishy states, Give me a roadmap, long in advance. No more of this next month event in Las Vegas. Hope tickets aren't too expensive. Like map out of five events, map out five events and a TBD for the finals or whatever. Give me that, a roster lock, online points that matter, or take them away entirely. Team passes included a slot for a coach, but they have to be registered as a coach prior to the event. Can't just slap in a random person to stand behind you or a significant other to get into the event for free. Bring back the pro league. I have so much more I want to say that I want and have to say, but I'm tired of yelling, GG's, give me more GG's, I love Halo. Scudpuddle, aka Spudcuddle, replied with, I mirror a lot of what Pula says. Big thing for me is a pro league and roadmap, something regular. And then High Tech Redneck replied with, Ditto to everything Paul she said. The biggest thing I've always liked about COD is that they released the schedule for the entire year before the competitive season even started. The reason why I put emphasis on what High Tech states is because I can't emphasize, like, emphasize that enough. I also want a roadmap well in advance, well before the like uh, season starts, and have a motherfucking event in Minnesota. Did you like how I put Spud Cuddle in there? Very nice. And then I love that Scud Puddle, a.k.a. Spud Cuddle, used Pula as well. Yes, he did. It was just a trifecta. It was fantastic. Nightfox states, a 12 to 16 team pro league would be nice. With a structured AM circuit or a 12-team franchise league with combines and minor league system like baseball has. And definitely, like everyone else, have the season planned out way ahead of time so people aren't scrambling. Then the, scra then the grassroots programs can run tournaments and leagues themselves for all the AMs not affiliated with the pro franchises. Also make the franchise buy-in low and keep org names like League of Legends. I also like the minors and majors approach like CS. I agree. The franchising thing is a topic for a different show. Because that... That can be like, we can get in the weeds on that one. 
And finally, goalie sniper states, Justin Leflesh states, I want to see the casters and desk people we've seen throughout all these tournaments. I think they do a terrific job. But I also want to start seeing some new names break into that realm. I want more content between breaks. Watching the same montages and commercials is pretty annoying. I understand sponsors get their airtime and stuff, but maybe start throwing in map breakdowns or previous series breakdowns. I mean, real deep dives, not the one thought from each caster and move on that we get. Okay, well, there we go. That's what we, yeah. Between matches, there's, uh, wait, not the one thought from each caster and move on that we get. Uh, between matches, so there's not much of what, what the fuck? Okay, hold on. I think there's missing a period somewhere in here. Oh, well. So, let's go. I understand sponsors gotta get their airtime stuff, but maybe start throwing in map breakdowns or previous serious breakdowns between matches so there's not much of that watching a timer countdown. Thank you. Having more player spotlights. If there's a new team that makes it to the big stage with players we've seen very little of, it would be nice to learn a bunch about them. If there's stars within your scene, it only helps grow the scene. Have more fan interactions too. Have more like tweet HCS to get your thoughts on the stream. So they can read on the stream guys like Josh ask Sprint, should it be in Halo? Add more fan and attendance interaction. Go find someone who's just a fan and ask them why they came out. Why they're from, uh, where they're from. Get out there for the people watching the stream that, hey, come down to the next event. Even just as a spectator, there's always cool stuff going on and nothing beats watching it in person. Because honestly, before discovering Josh and Will, I never imagined going to watch people play live. And going to Seattle is still one of my best memories. And you're damn sure I'm going to the first Infinite event. So are fucking we. So are we. I'm telling you right now, Will, we're fucking going. I'm making it happen. <laughs> All right. We're going. Um, And have a damn yearly roadmap for big events, but still have stuff going on between those month-long gaps. Like how Josh always brings up Gears Friday Night Fights. I don't want to just have to hope somebody's streaming their scrims or seat, uh, seating mini tournaments. Have them cast it and stream properly. I don't care if it's Wonder Boy sitting in a dress uh, shirt casting the games. It's a chance to develop your newer casters so that they're ready for the big events. And finally, host a goddamn event in Canada. A real HCS event. Call it a winter series or something. Even if it's in July. We'll get some snow on. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin just wants his uh, Canada event. He really does. Him and Voodoo. They both do. I bet Silas would love one too. Yeah. So from what I'm hearing, it's I, I feel like my my thoughts are in line. Have high quality events. Yep. Showcase the amateurs. Give us a roadmap. And just m- make it entertaining. That's yes. really what what it's all about. Just it make is. it entertaining. Yep. Uh, less break time between matches, or if there's going to be long break times, have something in between. Because you're right, I fucking hate watching the same shit over and over again. Um. yeah I think it'd be great if MLG came back I want that roadmap well in advance I want there to be an event in Minnesota even though it'll probably never happen X Games next year ooh that'd be sick yeah I could be down for that yeah that'd be awesome bring it back to X Games yep that'd be awesome Um, that's a really good idea actually anything else you want to add before we move on that's really all I got um uh I agreed with a lot of the points made within the community discussion here. And I, it, it's a waiting game for us at this point. We have to wait and see what 343 is going to give us and where things are going to go. And it's, you know, it's been talked about that Halo's on the, the decline with their, you know, their, their game lifespans, yep. right? It's it's not COD where it releases every year and it's, there's that's I think that's one of the reasons it stays so fresh is because they have a new game, new settings, new meta every year. Yep, every year. Where watching the same game, if you're gonna have the same game play out a three to five year lifespan, you have to do things within the scene to change it up. So I don't know if it's swapping in game modes or what it is. Just keep the people happy. Got to keep it fresh. Keep it funky fresh. Yes. Yes. Well, any any thoughts from you? No, I think everybody hit the nail on the head, to be completely honest. And uh, I'm glad. Thank you guys all for the discussion. It was great. You guys brought the responses, and it was hopefully 343. If anybody looks at that, hopefully they're listening. 
And like Tashi's already stated that big things are in the works and I, I believe that they're going to do things big, do it better than they previously had. And yeah, I'm excited for what the future holds. But like you said, we'll have to wait and see. Will, it's time for some shout outs. First and foremost, shout out to everybody who joined in the community discussion for the weekly topic. Thank you so much. It was greatly appreciated. Hope to see you guys back again for the next weekly topic that we have. Uh, happy belated birthday to Batchford, Matt from UGC, and Suspector. Happy birthday to you fine folks. And then a shout out to everybody who joined the community playdate this past week. It was High Tech Redneck, Palshi, Night Fox, Maddie Rums, and Silos. Thank, thank you guys for joining in. Sorry I couldn't make it. I had to clean out the garage so we could have a fantasy football draft on Saturday. It's okay. But I, I'm trying to make it more often. It is quite all right. We're still going to be sticking with MCC. We played one of the new Forge maps in how, Halo 2 Anniversary. How was it? I didn't like it at all. No? I was happy. I mean, it was cool. Like, it was there because I was so confused. I'm like, I've never seen this map in Halo 2 before. And then, no, it turns out it was one of the community-made Forge maps that made it in. Can I ask what you didn't like about it? I think the sight lines are too big. Okay. I think there weren't enough areas to, like, maneuver around. I felt it was too open. I thought that's what a lot of people liked about Halo 2, though, where it was the, the airiness of the maps and it came down to the gun skill. See, I felt like, I felt standard Halo 2 maps felt moderate. Well, a lot of them felt moderately closed off. Maybe. I don't know. Here's the thing, too. The most Halo 2 I've played has been during our community playdates where we've had eight or so players who were playing big team sure. maps. So maybe that's the feeling. Well, that's I what just, this was, too. This oh, was a was? big team map. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't a fan. I thought that the sight lines were way too large, and I felt like I couldn't get going anywhere. I felt like it was every, and for both teams, like their team too, I think it was both teams hanging out at their respective bases basically the entire time. And maybe, maybe two to three people would push top mid. And that was a, that was a constant thing, but like everybody else hung back in the base. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um... That's it for the shout outs. Time for the community. First up, we have Meme Monday. It's on Reddit every Monday. Memes, Halo related. Check them out. We're not going to do the whole bit. We're done with the bit. Moving on. Unless, Will, you want to do the bit? We're done with the bit. Face It Ignite After Movie. This is by Face It Halo on Twitter. Check it out. It's like a little recap bid. Short, sweet, to the point. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Check it out. Face It Ignite Photo Album. This is by JSBY Design over on Flickr.com. Check out the photos. They're great. Next up, we have the Halo Data Hive Embroidered Logo. This is by Halo Data Hive. It's on Twitter. It looks fucking awesome. Check it out. Does that mean we're getting a potential Halo Data Hive merch? Eh? Next up, we have the All of My Friends Montage. Community Montage by uh, Ishii, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Right? Or Ishii? Ishii or Ishii? I don't know. I apologize if I mispronounce it. Ishii sounds like... Well, that's Ishii. You know? Like yeah, but Icky. it could be like... Like, oh, he's nasty. Like, oh, he, he a nasty boy. He's, 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 oh, he's good Ishii. At the game. He's Ishii. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That just got weird. Um, It's edited by ZRTR... Wait, ZRT Rukio? Sure. Apologize if I mispronounce it as well. Check it out. It's a great little montage. Next up, we have the Halo Community Spotlight for August by Snickerdoodle on HaloWaypoint.com. Check it, go check it out. And finally, we have the Halo Outpost Discovery, the founders and pillars of the Halo community for Chicago, and the Halo Outpost Discovery. Let's talk about Halo from Chicago. They're both panels. Will and I were both on them, on both of them. That's why they're included here. Thought it a little self-promo, you know? But I also want to shout out the other podcasts and the other community creators that are on there as well. So go check out those videos. You can see our beautiful, and by beautiful, I mean my ugly face and Will's gorgeous face. My awkwardness. I mean, hey, it is what it is. It could I, be a lot so, better. It could be a lot worse. So yeah, I think, like, I watched a little bit of the video that I took from the event. Sure. And I noticed, like, I kept on getting distracted by people walking by outside of the... Because we could see, like, into the venue. We could, yeah. From our panel desk. Yeah. So I kept, like, looking over and, like, watching people walk around. And I, I probably could have paid more attention to what was actually going on right in front of me. It's okay. 
uh, if there's one thing I'm going to say during the podcast panel, um, the one where it's less talk about Halo, uh, Rage More Nerd was standing in the back. Wait, no, no, no. Was that during the first one? That was the Pillars, Foundations and Pillars. So it's the first one. Okay. So during the Pillars panel, the first one we were on, Rage More Nerd from Play, Play Griffball, he was in the back wearing a Griffball shirt. I did not know who he was at the time. So I shouted him out in the crowd on that panel. And then he came up to us. We're like, holy fucking shit. We talk about your stuff all the time. It was great. Then we hung out for the entire weekend. Yeah. All weekend. It was awesome. And he won the Halo 3 free for all. Twice. Yep. Twice. Once in Chicago, once in Houston. What the fuck? Dude. Crazy. Um, Yeah. Check out those panels. They were awesome. And Dust Storm, shout out to you as well for having us on. Thank you so much for allowing us to be on and putting together everything there. Um, It was greatly appreciated. Will. Yes, sir. Question for you before we actually get to your final part here. Yeah. When's the vlog going to be done? You know. <laughs> People kinda, have been asking. I kind of hit a wall with it. Oh, shit. And um, that link you sent me, I need to get it into the HCS Pro Talk email. Oh, okay. Sure. Otherwise, uh, if you if you can do it quickly, otherwise I can I can get it over there. Sure. Um, I'm going to try... I'll get it done this week. I'm putting it on myself. I'll get it done this week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right, sweet. That That's technically part of community creations, right? Yeah, we're, it's our community creation. Yeah, you know, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, Will. Yeah. We've, we've reached, we've reached the end. The, the end of the episode where the infinite, the in, in, infinite signs are, uh, oh, hey infinite hey wow it took me to the end of the episode to fucking realize the stupid pun that i made at the very beginning of the show that wasn't even meant to be a pun but yeah the vertical signs pointing the 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 infinite signs pointing vertically you know episode 88 what are you what are you typing i'm adding something we're good do do i hey there it is (laughs) nice all right hey will do me a favor plug this show you can find us on your favorite podcast services just search for hcs pro talk we are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can find us on Discord, join the community discussion, and all the great talk going on over there. There's many different channels, IRL, tournaments, Halo stuff, lore, whatever you want, it's there. Go find us on Discord. Uh, you can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company if anyone's still interested in that stuff. Just search for HDS Pro Talk on your Xbox we are on the social medias as well. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Go search for HGS Pro Talk and find us on your favorite platform. Pocket Cast. Yeah. And say, hey, we'll most likely reply. I mean, you can't do it on Pocket Cast, but, but you, you can listen I mean, to the show on there. <laughs> you can leave a comment. You can leave a review. There you go. And uh, what you say, hey. say, Will, leave other, let others know about the show. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Yeah, Will. That's all I got for plugs. I don't think <laughs> nice. Is that sure? I, I, I mean, I run through the same thing every <laughs> I was week. Gonna so, say, is there um, anything extra? <laughs> you know, that's the thing. No, we haven't done anything extra. No, we haven't expanded. Do you want to expand the plugs? I don't know. Is there anything else for us to plug? Is the thing? Find mm-hmm. us on Grinder. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm none of neither of us are on Grinder. God dang it, Josh. <laughs> what do we got on the next episode man let the people know what, oh what they're gonna hear we should just make fake profiles on every fucking dating app you can find us on grinder tinder no no that's just fucking eHarmony you know we talked a little bit about professionalism <laughs> earlier today with oh come an, on an individual we're going off the rails I mean here. hey you could find your next true love that's true and it could be Halo it could be Halo hey you like how I tied it in there nice <laughs> next episode great question Will well I'm glad you asked. So on our next episode, it's going to be a special one. And it's actually going to be releasing on Thursday this week because we actually have our next interview. And it's with none other than Halo 5 professional player himself, Saiyan. So we concluded conducting the interview right before we recorded this episode. Um... So, Saiyan, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much. And 
Like I said, episode release of Just Saiyan's interview on Thursday this week. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be a special one. We're excited for you to hear it. It was a great time. And uh, on the episode after that, the next full episode of HCS Pro Talk, we have our UGC's The Halo Classic Preview. That's right. We're going to talk about predictions. We're going to talk about players. We're going to talk about potential upsets that we could see happening. We're going to talk about all the things, all the hopes and dreams. But that also means that we want to know what your guys' predictions are. So for the topic of next actual episode of HTS Pro Talk, we want to know what are your predictions for UGC's The Halo Classic Atlantic City. What do you think the upsets are going to be? What are some players to watch? What are you looking forward to from this event? Are you spectating? Are you going and competing? Are you going to just watch? And uh, also, I guess I'll just, we'll put a shameless plug here. The, the Hopefully the plan is actually for this event to be in the Discord, to be in the watch and listen along channels. And hopefully Will won't be alone this time around. Um, no, I seriously, I hope to be there. Uh Last time it was kind of a nightmare, but hopefully this time it takes place. And if you guys have not joined the Discord yet, like Will stated multiple times, join the Discord. Be there or be square. Don't be a fucking square. And those who may not know what Discord is, it's it's an app you can get on your computer, on your phone, easily downloadable. A dating app? Not a dating <laughs> app, Josh. I mean, you could use it as a dating app if you wanted to. That, <laughs> Not in our server. If that's what your server wants, <laughs> if you want to create your own server and make it a dating app, you definitely can. But, say, not in our fucking server. Yeah, so there's text channels, there's um, voice channels you can join. And yeah, it just creates a great discussion area where people can talk about whatever they want. Yes. It's a safe space. In the appropriate channel. Yes. Indeed. There you go. Um, But yeah, that's it. We've, we've talked about the rosters, the news, the tournaments, the topics, the plugs, what's coming up on the next episode. We sat here for a little bit and contemplated life's meaning while rambling to prevent the show from ending. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 88, the two infinity vertically episode of HS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you on Thursday for Saiyan's interview. Can't wait for you to hear it. And then we'll catch you next week on Tuesday for the next episode of HS Pro Talk. Uh, but until then, there's nothing left to say. But uh, 